Hello and welcome to Fairpool AMA. Today we're going to be talking about the enforcement of the fees on the Fairpool smart contracts. So as you know, Fairpool charges the trading fees from people who buy and sell the token. But it's possible to circumvent those fees. It's possible to use, let's say, just a regular transfer. It's possible to use ODC deals or it's possible to use uh, a centralized exchange, for example, or just another smart contract. It really doesn't matter. Uh, which means uh, it's possible to use functions uh, with like other functions not buy and sell if you want to sell. Uh, people can just use the transfer function in the smart contract and then they can settle the trade using different means. For example, if it's an OTC trade, someone just sends Ethereum to the holder of a token and the holder of a token just sends the tokens uh, on a blockchain and yes, it, there has to be some trust, but on the other hand, if the amount is high and the trust is there, or there is a third party which can guarantee this trust, then the trade would be made. And this way, the seller uh, and the buyer, they would save on the fees. So there is a way to circumvent the fees in the Fairpool smart contract. Uh, and uh, you've noticed that it involves the using the transfer function on the smart contract. Now, we cannot simply block the transfer function on the smart contract because uh, it also has legitimate use cases. For example, uh, if someone doesn't want to circumvent the fees, but someone just wants to transfer from a hot wallet to a cold wallet, for example, if it's, it's a legitimate use of a transfer function. And in general, let's say someone wants to make a gift, or let's say someone wants to split his or her holdings into two different addresses with different security profiles. So, as I mentioned, it's possible to use the transfer function without circumventing the fees just for personal transfers. So there must be some solution which, on one hand, doesn't allow people to circumvent the fees and on the other hand, allows legitimate use cases of the transfer function. So our current idea is to implement the possibility, the ability to turn on the fees on the transfer. So it's going to work like this. Initially, when the smart contract is deployed, there are no fees for the transfer. So anybody can use the transfer any time, any amount of times they want for any amount of money, any amount of tokens, and it's all good. Just a regular transfer. Uh, but if uh, there is evidence that the uh, this transfer function is being abused, circumvent the fees, let's say, uh, if uh, it's evident that there is an OTC marketplace and this token is being traded OTC, uh, circumventing the fees, then it will be possible to enable the fees and transfer, and they would work like this. They would work in an increasing fashion. So uh, the initial transfer should also be free, and then the next transfer should uh, should come with a fee. So it should still be possible to make a transfer, but people would need to pay for this transfer. Uh, they would need to call the transfer function uh, with some Ethereum or BNB or whatever, whatever the, the currency of the smart chain is. And uh, this fee would be distributed according to the same principles as uh, the distribution in the cell function. So this way, even if the transfer happens, uh, still all the interested parties, uh, the to existing token holders, for example, and the influencers and us, the developers, we also receive uh, the fees from the transfer. Uh, and these are gonna be distributed according to the same shares as in the cell function. So essentially it's gonna be the same. Uh, the real differences will be that initially the fees on transfer would be smaller than the fees on sell and rebuy. Uh, and also it's going to be more secure, I would say, because selling and buying is actually two blockchain transactions and it's possible for the bot 
or for someone else to just slide in, changing the price. So if you use just a transfer function, then the price doesn't change, of course. So it's more secure, it's more, it's guaranteed actually that <coughs> you will receive the same amount of uh, tokens that you have sent, that you have transferred. And just you will need to pay, the, the, the person who transfers will need to pay some amount of Ethereum. Uh, now, this is the current idea, and we feel that uh, this idea would uh, be uh, would be good for would would solve like both use cases. So initially, uh, if there is no evidence that this transfer function is being abused, then okay, no problem. There is no need to turn on the fees on the transfer. But if there is some abuse, uh, then it will be possible to decide to turn on the fees. Now, who is going to decide whether to turn the fees or not? Is a good question. Uh, initially. Or we'll just let our address be the address that could uh, enable the fees on transfer. But we want to transition to a fairer model where the actual holders of the token, the actual, we'll call it stakeholders, uh, and the group of, group of stakeholders includes both the holders of the token, the actual holders, the investors, and the people who, uh, who promote the token, so the influencers and the developers also. So uh, if multiple parties agree, uh, then the fees would be would be enabled. Uh, so there should be a separate smart contract actually, which governs uh, this fee setting process. So that's the current idea. Please let us know what you think about this, because uh, it's a very important topic actually, because it's the uh, the core value proposition of the Fairpool smart contract is the automated distribution of the fees. And uh, if this is circumvented, then the uh, the Fairpool smart contract is obviously not really necessary here. So uh, we want to make sure that the fees are not circumvented, but we want to uh, enforce and ensure this in a, in a fair fashion. So please let us know your feedback. And uh, thank you for listening to this AMA. See you next time.